and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen. And I'm the Roast Master. <laughs> I was trying to do that, but I couldn't think quick enough. Uh, yeah, okay. I was going to okay, say like the Barbecue okay. Pit Master, but... There you go. Barbecue, barbecue Zen, Zen and yeah. Roast Master David. Yeah. Pyromaniac Zen. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, today we present part two of our Main Street UCI Roast of Disneyland. <laughs> Do that again, I, please. Yeah. Can we can we please just hear roast that voice? Of Disneyland. That voice needs to be the rest of the it. episode. We're just going to play that uh, on loop for the rest of the whatever podcast. 30 minutes right. that we have. So listen to part one to hear the nominees from our first four categories and the winners from our first three lightning awards. Yeet! And then be sure to vote for who you think should win on our polls. We're going to be placing those polls on Facebook and Twitter. Instagram doesn't really do polls, but you can find those polls, Instagram and Twitter. Go vote. Uh, the polls will be up shortly after this episode, this one right here, mm-hmm. airs. So go check it out. Yeah! And for now, our first category of the day. Let's salute the ways Disney entices us to visit the parks with standout eye rollers from Disneyland Marketing. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I mean, you gotta admit, some of them are are a little cheesy or a little like, really, did you have to do it that way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Okay. You guys want me to go first? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you go first? Give us a give us a little context for what you're you're thinking of. All right. So for me, I would have to say there's there's been a few that are a little like ultra cheesy or a little like slightly cringeworthy. I mean, especially some of the earlier ones from the '90s, like the Pogs one. Mm-hmm. Go check that one out on in, on YouTube. But for me, the Rise of the Resistance ad that keeps airing right now. Drives oh, the me YouTube nuts. ad. Yeah. The one that spoils the ride? Yes. Yeah, like, I don't. I haven't been on yet. I'm trying desperately to get on and I get very close. Yeah. But. Yeah. Do you know what? I think also they show it from a third person perspective. That mm-hmm. kind of bothers me. Yeah. It's ah. not. Because yeah, yeah. they show the ride, but not. I would rather see it like the immersive experience. Yeah. Like, like for example, when you did the when they did the uh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. the thing is, like, you were, it was kind of like even though they're showing the ride itself, that's not the experience you're going to get. Yeah. But when you see it from a third person view, it's kind of like that's not the experience you're. Anyways. Yeah. Right. No. Exactly. I agree. <clears throat> and plus, for the Millennium Falcon one, they didn't really spoil the best parts of the ride. Yeah, you know, so you could yeah. watch it. Yeah. Well, you didn't get the imp- you didn't know that you're really going to control it. Yeah, and they also fantasized it a lot, so it was like they 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 added things that weren't actually there because anyways. Yeah, so. no, I agree. Hmm. That's yeah, that's that's interesting. I'm I'm struggling to come up with because you guys are are older than me. Okay, and I don't have a lot of Disneyland marketing go, to draw on. So you, wanna, you you go, I'll think. You go. Okay. Well, actually, I don't remember <clears throat> these firsthand, but uh, recently I've become aware of a lot of really bad advertising from the 1980s. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you just go into uh, YouTube and you Google essentially 1980s, 1990s, I think it's the 1990s are exceptionally bad. Yeah. Uh, Disney advertisement. They always have some guy 
randomly standing in the park and kind of like, hey, it's going to be a fabulous day. <laughs> and it's like, come on, everybody. It's something like that. And it's yeah. just like, and, and they're always wearing like um, shorts. Yeah. Yes. They're always wearing something. <laughs> Tie-dye. So, well, I was like, I was yeah. actually thinking it's like a pastel tape yeah, top yeah, of yeah. some mm-hmm. sort. And they're blonde in the sunglasses yes. and such like that. Yeah, hey, that sounds like me. Re- <laughs> it's really, really bad, and okay. it's just like you go see a couple of those, and it's just like, and and then they always have a narrator on top of it. Mm-hmm. It's like there's nothing like taking a family to Disney, you know. So it's like, <laughs> so give them a right. look. It's just like, wow, that's a very different type of take on Disneyland. So mm-hmm. anyway, okay, it's more like an actually. I, I sorry, it's just like it's almost like they're it's. It's, they're promoting a an amusement park versus the experience of the yeah. Amusement. Anyways, okay. Yeah. Sorry, okay. Dan. Interesting. So I think I've actually come up with one. So uh, have you guys seen the Michael Eisner promo for the very opening of DCA? No. I think I probably have a long time ago, but I erased it from. My I memory. actually <laughs> don't think I've seen the entire promo, mm-hmm. but it's it takes place it's michael eisner with mickey mouse and a couple of other disney executives and it's just a ton a shameless plug after shameless plug after Aww. shameless plug of huh? you can do this ride at disney, <laughs> disney's california adventure huh and michael eisner just it, with his horrible acting goes hey that sounds great mickey how about this we can go on Superstar Limo. Oh, it's, God. <laughs> it's really, really bad. I actually don't know if I've seen the entire thing, but I was introduced to it by the... Oh, God, now I'm going to forget the name of the channel. Defunct Land? Oh, yeah. Version of their takedown of Superstar Limo yeah. and their history of that. So go and check that out if that sounds like something that you're interested in. Defunctland is also actually a really good YouTube channel that you should definitely check out if you haven't already. Uh, Huge shout out there. But that promo is just really, really bad and cheesy. I don't think that... I I keep coming up with ones on this round that just aren't as good, but that's the best one that I can come up with at this point. I think that's perfect. Okay. those Yeah, those older ones are pretty bad. Oh, the magic of marketing, right? Yes. (laughs) All right, next category. So, um, marketing can definitely evoke a certain feeling, Mm -hmm. and so can your surroundings. Our next award category is Ride Cue that makes you feel most like being in the can of sardines. Ooh! (laughs) (laughs) I have thoughts about this. Oh, okay. I'll I'll watch the hamster run around in your head. Yeah, there are... (laughs) I can see him through your eyes. There are a few that are pretty bad. There's a couple, yeah. Yeah. I guess... Anything in fantasy land. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. But also, I always am made to feel like a pack of sardines in... <clears throat> I don't think this is going to be my nomination, but when you do rides that are like Millennium Falcon or Guardians of the Galaxy, where you go up into a room and you watch a movie and you have one square centimeter of space to stand on yeah. without bumping elbows with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't like those <clears throat> cues very very much i 
Uh, it's got to be something like Peter Pan. Peter Pan is actually my nomination. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was just it's saying. It's so tight in everything there. in Anything in Adventureland was one of the original rides. Yeah. They didn't have the original ADA requirements, and that's why now they had to put anyone who has a handy, uh, like a wheelchair <clears throat> or something like that, they mm-hmm. had to go through the back of the. Yeah. Um, so it's just like. Anything, anything in, in uh, Fantasyland is yeah. just like well for Peter Pan too. Backward. I went when it was pouring rain uh. and the queue partially <clears throat> flooded. Like there was one little area where it, the um, walkway kind of dipped down a little bit, so you had to kind of be careful where you were stepping, and you were super squished together with everybody. Yeah, and it smelled funky, and yeah. Since like, you're gonna oh. take that one, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Just something nearby, like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, that's that, not much that one is still pretty tight too. That's pretty. That's pretty nasty. So. Yeah, I mean, there are tons of honorable mentions that you could go with. Mm-hmm. I think honorable mention for me is Splash Mountain Q oh, because yeah. that one doesn't really pack you in that tightly, mm-hmm. but it has the disadvantage of you being in a very closed-in space. And of course, that's part of the oh, aesthetic, yeah, I guess, too. Yeah, low but ceilings. Low ceilings and all that just <clears throat> makes you feel more packed in than you already are. I guess if I had to choose one for this one... Hell, why not? I'll just go with Splash Mountain. Can that I do one, a that one's the one that makes me feel the most claustrophobic. Can That's I do a, a subcategory one. of lines? Sure. Okay, so what is the most deceiving line? Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Let's see if you guys come up with the same one that I'm thinking of. For me, Star Tours. Oh, mm, that's a oh. good one. You know, when they open up that uh, auxiliary queue. Yes. Yeah. Okay, because sometimes that auxiliary queue is not open. Right. And so, but even be- so, there's a lot of room to move around within the main queue, anyways. Mm-hmm. And you just look at the line that's going in, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, we're already inside! Oh, that's not that bad. It can't be 50 minutes." And then you get in, like, "Yeah, oh, it is." So that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, is that it's like this deceptive yeah. queue? But what were you going to nominate? Yeah, uh, Jen, do you have? I I would because I don't want to influence because I had an idea. What is that one called? Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. Mm, that's oh, the one. Can, yeah, because you can't tell what it's yeah, going to be. Outside's like, like, oh, there's. There's no one in line. And then you get in, it's just like, and the queue goes on for miles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's there's one other one that's kind, it's it's hard to gauge from the outside. Mm -hmm. Um, Splash Mountain is kind of hard to gauge from the outside as well. Yeah, because it's, it's it goes on forever on the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, Toy Story Mania. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so they sometimes they open up the back queue, and mm-hmm. sometimes like you'll see there's no one in line, mm. and then you run through the line, and then you got that back queue where it's all open. You yeah. could, you yeah, could yeah. even recently <clears throat> nominate that one for ride queue that makes you feel most like a can of sardines because of that back room. Yeah, yeah, that, that one's back room's pretty bad. Actually, what's really funny is if it ever rains, once you get into that back room, it's just like it's this weird. You're inside, but you're not. It's humid. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone's kind of sweating because you're yeah. all clo- yeah. and then you're all in your like rain jackets, and it's just like it's extra humid because yeah. all the humid yeah. water, the steam is coming yeah, the steam off is of off, coming off of everyone. Uh, okay. I, I, I yes, I just I wouldn't go with deceptive on that one. One because I al- always know that we're gonna get stuck in that back room, and I just don't like. Toy Story Midway Mania that much to begin mm-hmm. with and also that back room drives me crazy. Yeah. So I just 
But thank I, you for humoring me yeah. Yeah. I, on that let's last second edition. We, the, can, we can totally yeah. add that in. I think each I like of us it. nominated something. Yeah. So. I mean, for, for me, I would go with, yeah... Splash Mountain on both, but Zen wanted to talk about Roger Rabbit, and yeah, we can, we can totally nom that, yeah. nominate that. We have a few nominees. Let's do it. Okay. So I guess moving on now, I think we would all agree that no discussion of Disneyland would be complete without the merchandise. We've mm-hmm. already gone into <laughs> a little bit of a discussion here about <clears throat> Disneyland marketing tactics, tactics that get you into the park. But once you're in the park, there's so much stuff left to buy. Yes. So our next award <clears throat> is for souvenir most likely to cause buyer's remorse. I'm going first. Okay. okay. <laughs> Can I actually say something before yeah. you go first? Because sure. this is something interesting that I actually wanted to mention. I'm not disclaimer I'm not accusing Disneyland of stealing ideas here I'm not accusing them of that but do you remember when we did a podcast quite a while ago actually about things that we would like to see merchandise that we'd like to see in the Disneyland park and along the vein of pins I said wouldn't it be cool if Disney offered like patches that you could sew onto jackets and and they had like like denim or, or some type of like material jacket that you could buy and then you could sew it on and you could have your own little <clears throat> patchwork jacket. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The Disneyland parks are now selling. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. been a while. You you mentioned you, yeah. you mentioned it that they actually yeah. made something like that. They yeah. made something like that. They were listening to our podcast. WTF! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all I wanted to say. I thought it was really cool and I am so, so tempted to go buy one. You should. You have no idea. Go get I think one. That they got a lot of cool ones. But Zen was very enthusiastic about that, yes. so I want to let him go first on this one. Okay. Um, once again, the category is souvenir most likely to cause buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. And the answer is annual passes. <gasps> oh, interesting. Because they're so expensive. Yeah. You know, and then, like, you get it. It's just like, oh, my God, what did I do? And, and mind you, you end up loving it, but it's like, what did I do? And then it's like, and every time you go, you go, oh, my God, I'm going to spend another $50 <laughs> every time you go. Because, like, after I get through the meals, the lines, and, like, you know, so it's like, I, I, I nominate annual passes. Interesting. That's I would dissent with that opinion only from a college This is not about dissent. This is a nomination. There's no dissent no, no, no. here. You can nominate that, but I am expressing my dissent because I have to approach this, as I've said many times on this podcast before, I have to approach this from a college student's perspective mm-hmm. in that I cannot, I simply cannot go to Disneyland with the mindset of spending $50 unless I've planned it for a month in advance mm. and I've saved up that money to go and spend that at Disneyland. You so saved your I, money on the annual passes. <laughs> well, that's true. But... You know, if you go enough times, they, they pay for they themselves. They do pay for themselves if you go enough. So that's... Yeah... I think that it's a. It's We're talking a very, buyer's no, 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 remorse. No, 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 no. We're talking no, 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 no. buyer's remorse. <laughs> I think. I think. I think that. I think, that, I think that you're going slightly off because the category is souvenir, most likely to cause buyer's remorse. But people buy that as a souvenir because they had to convert their tickets into something. I think, That's true. That I works. Think, I think we'll let you get away with it. 
Okay. All right. This one is actually one that is near and dear to my childhood. Ooh. And Uh I think is something that caused my parents buyer's remorse and would cause me buyer's remorse, too, if I had to buy it for my children. Hmm. But here's the thing. If you go to a souvenir shop around Disneyland in New Orleans Square or Adventureland or mainly those two, you will find that what they are selling are bags of pirates' jewels or pirates' doubloons or adventure jewels. And they're just little plastic little jewels that Mm -hmm. you can buy and put in a bag and you can admire and they're shiny and... Does this they end up in your charge, nose and you ended up in a... <laughs> they charge an arm and a leg mm-hmm. for those little plastic things. I think you can get like a small bag for like $7 yeah. and Jeez. you can get a big bag for about 12 Even Granted, a big bag is not that big. Mm-hmm. And you take it home and it's like, huh... I just paid more than $10 for a bag of plastic gems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or worse, I paid $10 for a bag of plastic gems that my child is going to be content with for a day mm-hmm. and then never Actually, look at again. Believe it or not, we bought one for my daughter, and she was fascinated with those things for like half a year. Really? Yeah. Oh, so my the gosh. thing is, like, she would take them out and she would caress them and she would line them up by color, then she would line them up by shape, then they had to go back in the bag, then they had to come out of the bag. You and know, so- I totally mm-hmm. remember being obsessed with those when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely was that gem kid, and I went yeah. to gem fairs all the time. Yeah. yeah. But now they're just sitting in my closet. See, it's I got nothing. spoiled by nuts because they had, like, the actual little samples of different gems Real, from the right, Geo yeah. shop. Right, right. So when I saw the ones at Disneyland, I was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an age thing. I mean, yeah. I think she was four or three oh, or four. Yeah, so yeah. the thing is, like, it, I, I got the decent amount of... Anyways, it's, I'm not supposed to be. This no, no, is not no. supposed to contradict you. No, 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 this no. Is you a, guys are. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that place. it's also one of the most interesting Disneyland souvenirs, in that you, if you looked at it, it's you wouldn't thing. be able to tell that it's from Disneyland. Okay, mm-hmm. I yeah. I yeah. So you would think, oh, you just got that from like a Chuck E. Cheese or a crap <laughs> theme park. <laughs> Uh, or yeah. Knott's Berry Farm. Or Knott's Berry Farm, yeah. sure. You wouldn't immediately guess that it's from Disneyland, whereas everything else has a Disney logo somewhere on it or a mm-hmm. Disney character somewhere on it. It's just it's just kind of weird. Yeah. So that's, that's, point. that's my nomination. But we've talked a lot about this, and I want to give Jennifer a chance to chime in. Okay, so mine is the mystery pin sets yes specifically the tiny kingdom mystery pin set second edition because i bought one of these the last time i was there and i got three pins and these pins are super ridiculously tiny so if you think of like a normal size pin i want to say maybe it's like a third or a fourth that size like they are super small like the little pin back is yeah, actually bigger. Your hand is indicating something smaller than a penny. <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah, it's really, really tiny. So you get three different pins. I got the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride Car, which is fantastic. And then I got a tiny churro and a tiny corn. Corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. 
Because what? everyone wants a pin of corn on the cob. Do they serve Why? corn on the cob at Disneyland? Right? I think yeah, they in do. Frontierland okay. somewhere. They, they serve them in Frontierland along with the stand that serves no, like, chimichangas. If, if it was a hot dog on a stick, that, yeah. that'd be different. But I like, mean, if it was a lote, if it was something <clears> like <throat> a little more interesting than corn. <laughs> or did you say you got a churro? Or Yeah, okay. the churro was not bad. Okay. It was cute, but I mean, at the same time, you figure you're paying... I forget. I think it's like twenty bucks for these three pins, and they're and not even that interesting. They're not that great. Yeah. So I understand. Had buyer's I hear remorse I hear on you. that one. <clears throat> uh, that makes total sense. And the other problem with the the mystery pin boxes, which is why everyone loves them and they're so popular, is you see one that you really, really desperately want, and so you, you keep trying and trying and trying to get that one. Yeah. And then you cry. And then you spend $100 and you still don't have it because it's a blind bag. Blind bag. Stop with the blind bags, Legalized gambling. (laughs) Kind of is. Kind of. Yeah. Legalized gambling. Kind of, yeah. I don't even get the odds on the back of the bag. No, you don't. You also also don't get the chance to make your money back and then some. Mm -hmm. You just give them your money and hope that you get something that might be of value to you. Mm-hmm. Someday, Disney gotta start bringing those all the way out to Vegas. Okay. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, you have your nominees. Yes. So, and now we're going to present a very special award a Lifetime Achievement Award. But first, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. They're called goals for a reason, there's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Welcome back to the Main Street UCI Disneyland Roast. It is my great pleasure to present the category for Lifetime Achievement Award for the ride that is really, really past its prime and just needs to go. Oh. So. Oh, this is an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's had a it good looks life. like every <laughs> single one of us has thoughts on this one. <laughs> Jennifer, it sounds like you've been starting us off quite a lot. Do you want to just finish off the pack and let us know what your nominee is? Sure. Okay, so mine is for the submarines. Yes! They need to go. As much as I love looking out in that area and seeing the water and the beautiful colors and everything, that ride, man. Like I don't even remember the last time I rode it just because... The thought of getting into such a cramped little space to watch Finding Nemo on screens underwater is not appealing. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid having that ride come out. Mm -hmm. I remember when it was under construction. And as a kid, I was like, oh, my gosh. You mean the Finding Nemo version? Yes. Okay. Correct. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. When it comes out, we're going to have to go on it. And my parents were always of the attitude of, well, it's a new ride at Disneyland. And we want to be able to say that we've been able to go on every single ride there Mm -hmm. at some point or another in our lives. So we should go on it, too. Yeah. It's just a... 
a movie ride underwater, and yeah. we had the misfortune of going on it right when it opened, too, so we probably waited three hours in line for that <gasps> ride. Nowadays, Jeez. I'm surprised to see that ride queue over 30. Yeah. And it's it's just... It needs to die. I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Disney, but it just it's done. It needs to be eliminated. Yes. Oh gosh, there are <laughs> so so many different rides that we could nominate here. Mm-hmm. Strangely enough, well, not are strangely you going enough. Next? Okay. I, yeah, I'll go okay, next. Yeah. I don't think that I could nominate any of them in DCA. Mm-hmm. Just because they're so new and they're they they each have a purpose, I think. Really? You? I mean, you can disagree. I'm just okay. No, I'm. I'm just, I can't think. Just like innocuous. I you can't know? think of one off the top of my head that I would go. No, that one needs to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit harder now because Bugland is gone. Yeah. I mean, those ones were pretty. You know, nah, as but. much as I defend them. I gotta say, those are generic theme park rides right. that you can yeah. find it. It's just like they're skinned versions of anything that you can find in any theme park yeah. in, or amusement park. Right, 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 right. I think that I'm gonna have to go with Pinocchio's Daring Journey <gasps> because, as nostalgic as a lot of people get for that one, it's just not the same ride that it used to be, and it has mm. so many technical problems, and because so few people go on it anymore, Disney just doesn't give it the love and attention that it needs. Like, I remember going my freshman year to Disneyland. We went over with a group of friends, and one of our friends was expecting, and so mm-hmm. she couldn't go on the other thrill rides the rest of the group wanted to go on, and so we went through all the F- Fantasyland dark rides, and the Pinocchio one broke down because they had to let somebody with a disability on, mm-hmm. and it was stopped for too long. Oh. And it just refused to start again. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, no, it does this all the time. Just come back and tell us later that you were on it when it broke down. We'll let you go again. It's like... So this is a this, kill this, for you. This, it, is a, <laughs> it is a kill for me. But mm-hmm. it's it's really, really past its prime, mm. like the category suggests. And it really, really just needs to go. Aww. Either that or get some real, real love. Because right now, it's a sad, sad state of its former self. That'd be cool if it did. Kind of like Clint Eastwood. (laughs) But, um... um, Does somebody else want to go now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're the only one left. Yeah. Mark Twain Riverboat. Protect the Mark Twain! Talk about a broken record. (laughs) How can I say anything other than that? That's enough. You could could not be... (sighs) I figured that was going to be your answer. But how is it I would not be honest honest with myself or our listeners if I did not say Mark Twain. That's kind of your thing. Okay. Okay, well, I'll just let that Protect go. The Twain. No, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I'm just numb to this entire. I'm process. surprised no one said Autopia. That was going to be my my runner up. Uh, see, I think when we did Autopia for our keep <clears throat> correct or kill, we mm-hmm. pretty much all unanimously voted to vote correct. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, it yeah. just needed something extra, but it doesn't need to go. Mm-hmm. You know what? Okay. I may be completely wrong. Um, and once again, this is not a keep correct kill. But like when it comes to the submarines, it's like they 
I think the theory is good. I think the implementation is way, way too old. Mm -hmm. If they were big submarines and it was comfortable and they had something worth looking at, we may reevaluate it. But the way it is, it's, it's just a reskin of a really old ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's what makes it kind of, uh And the old know. ride was so much better. It had yeah. audio right. animatronics yeah. and moving right. interesting so, things. So uh, neither here nor there, but it's just one of those things where the way it is, it's like, you if you're not going to, I mean, it's such a major change, it would almost be a, a rebuild. Anyways. Yeah. So I have an honorable mention for this category as well, Ooh. even though, and it's not a ride, mm-hmm. but it's only a year old. <laughs> Mickey's Mix Magic needs to get the boot yes. and now. What is it? Yes. That is their new fireworks spectacular oh. that they've done, <laughs> which <laughs> is interesting in that it attempts to incorporate Disney characters with dubstep music. Mm-hmm. It's the strangest thing that I think I have ever seen, and <laughs> I, I can't even replicate the face that I made when I first saw it. It's awful, and apparently Disney continues to use it yeah. rather than their Dreams Come True spectacular, which is objectively better. Mm-hmm. I don't even care about nostalgia in this case. It's just better, and they need to let it go. Yeah. Okay. I that's, all I, that's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. So, since I made such an obvious choice, I'll throw in one more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if it's still open, but um, there is in the castle a walkthrough. <gasps> no! Protect the walkthrough! That's where I got engaged to. <gasps> <laughs> Actually, nine years ago, as of yesterday. Well, then you have a... As of yesterday? As of really? Yesterday, yeah. On Valentine's Day? No. Yeah. The day Yesterday. before Valentine's Day. The 13th. Oh, okay. Yes. So, but it was for Valentine's Day. But but we just went early. It really needs to be fixed up. It, you know, I'd be fine if they you know, did something new and interesting in there, but just don't take it out. <laughs> yeah, but you have a conflict of interest, so you're not allowed I to vote do, on I do, I know. Issue. That's true. <sighs> That's All right. True. I can't win. Okay, well, back to the we river can never, we can. <laughs> <laughs> you can never win with anything that you say, so let's just... There are your nominees. Let's move on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I think once again, it's time for Lightning Round. <laughs> the award for best ride for singing dolls that represent different peoples from around the world goes to a small world. What? <laughs> it's not Goofy <laughs> Sky School? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Uh, disagreement. <laughs> the award for best churro-shaped snack goes to the red cart corn dog. <laughs> no kidding. It goes to the churro. Whoa, amazing. Wow. And the best island with pirate theming goes to Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer's Island. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> well, we want to thank all the nominees for being such a memorable part of Disneyland. And without you, Disneyland would be just a little bit too perfect. And that would be boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. hope that you all enjoyed our somewhat safe for work roast <laughs> of Disneyland. Um, it wasn't savage at times. It, it bordered <laughs> on academic discussion, especially from me, but we still hope that you enjoyed it. And don't forget that in the next day or so, we are going to be posting 
polls about all of these categories, and you will get to vote yes. on the final decision. So please look out for those. For now, though, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thanks for joining us today. You can listen to previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. Speaking of those polls, if you want to get more of your Disney fix in the time that we are off, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for more of our Disney adventures, interesting articles that we share, and the aforementioned polls, which will be going up on Twitter and on Facebook within a few days after this episode right here has aired mm -hmm. so be sure to tell your friends about us too give us a like give us a follow uh share our page we would really appreciate that if you like what you're hearing and send us a message send us your questions send us topic suggestions we're always down for that and we would love to hear from you in whatever capacity you choose mm -hmm. and thanks again to our sponsor the university of california irvine the vision of continuing education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And with that, we will see you next time. Yes. Roasted. Roasted. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs>